Welcome, traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from Beyond the Dice. Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etika. I'm your Dungeon Master Luke, and your players are... Ben, I play Cortain, the level 5 human fighter. I'm Peter, we're playing Spigs tonight. We are, because I'm more than one, level 5 dwarf artificer. It's like, you are terrible at ad <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? Just lands on the run sheet! <laughs> Oh, I'm Moss, and I'm so disappointed about the fact that I'm still playing um, a level 5 monk. E. Oh, you don't want monkey. to be playing a level 5 monk? What do you want to be playing? Yeah, wait, did you mean you didn't want to be playing the podcast? Like, is that, well, that's how I've it decided I wish to identify as Dragonborn. Oh, well, um, too bad. Get fucked. <laughs> and with Thanks, that... society. No problem. <laughs> that is my new name. My name is DM Society. It's actually pretty cool. Quick look, change everything now. <laughs> DM Society. Alright, uh, what we'll do is I will get you three to roll a d20, and whoever gets the lowest will tell us what happened previously on Beyond the Dice. A d20? Who has one of those? I don't know. Oh, and just a heads up for our listeners. I have some bad lung at the moment, so if there are times where I make strange noises like... <laughs> Uh, and it's not in character, then um, it is me dying. So um, send help in in dog form, please. I'm Moss. I, I think that's going to be of an issue because you'll need to both edit it and then release that episode before anyone hear it and send you help. Well, don't you worry about that. I have my ways. Okay. Yeah, just like, just make sure that every NPC you play is sickly. <laughs> <laughs> A, that'll make it'll make our fights easier. B, it'll be easier for you <laughs> from a from a role playing standpoint. What did everyone get? Eighteen. Spigs got sixteen. I got a nine. Second right. win in a row. Whew. That's some rough business, my friend. It is. Could you imagine having to retail D and D two weeks in a row? Holy shit! I know. Do you need a safe space? I do. I need. I need to. See. Need to what, just go. What you need to do is you need to safe. like remember that if you just do it really badly one time, they never ask you to do it again. It's like <laughs> doing the dishes badly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or going shopping. Or pleasuring someone. <laughs> That's true. I've never had a callback for that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, then tell us what happened. Okay. Yeah, Ben. What the fuck? Calm down. Calm He's down. Googling it. Yeah, I need, I need, I need to go and listen to the previous, the previous <laughs> podcast. It's not being released uh, yet. <laughs> yeah, but we got the raw files. So, what happened was we the start the end start of last session, we had just arrived at a big corporation headquarters, a huge, huge big building, rising up from from New Attica, like I don't know, like a tree. Um, I'm bad with my, with my, my... A tree amongst blades of grass. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, <laughs> and, but we found ourselves immediately assaulted by a guy in a minotaur mech suit, a giant spider-like gun robot, and a lady with a bow. <laughs> 
the Banshee. <laughs> yeah, called Banshee. the Banshee. Um, Little Moss was the furthest ahead, and because he was so far ahead, he got ruffle stomped by the <laughs> Bow Lady and the Minotaur dude. So he almost died doing very little. He got crushed into a drain in a, uh-huh. in a shower. No, he, he got crushed. Yeah, he did, no, basically. That's different. Yeah, we had I got wet. That's what I got. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Oh, whoa. You got around. wet, and it was a bit too much for you to handle, so we yeah. had to come and help you out. Yeah. Um, while the Banshee, she grabbed the keys that we're after, those magically tracked keys which is the whole point of, of this part of the story and Cortain the boss that he is destroyed the spider walker and then chased the banshee into the building she ran for a uh, lift to try to escape him but just like in a fire should never get the lifts when Cortain's in the building <laughs> um, and as she was going to go get the lifts all the power cut out, and we heard over our comms that Gage said, look, I don't think I'm going to be able to help you guys for a while, but he's a, he's a bit of a last, a last parting gift. And so that all went out, like all the lights and all the electricity and all the security and stuff. The cops are on the way as well, so we better be quick. But Cortain would put on his... Night vision, because he's got that embedded in his helmet, so he he's seeing everything. Hell yeah. So, like, Gage has become, like, um, when Obi-Wan dies, he becomes like a spirit. <laughs> yeah. And he just flickers in at the at the opportune moment. <laughs> That's true. S- spectrally. Can he cast down yeah. lightning? Oh, like, what, like, like Yoda. Zeus? Yeah. Ask, D- ask DM Society. DM, DM Society. That is a great name. <laughs> I, looked it um, up. I looked it up, by the way. There is no one by that name. There's only a fate, local Facebook business called the DM Society. Ah, oh, right, yeah. Uh, As opposed to the person. DM. The no, 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 there's no V. It's no, you just read the V and you just DM Society. There's no nothing by the name. <sighs> you could also make that your um, synthwave name. Or you're just general DJ name. Or it could be, like, my actual name. Like, I am no longer Luke. My name is DM Society Illus. Yeah. Yeah. Deep on. Yeah, boy. All right. Uh, also, what happened was uh, Little Moss did drop to, to uh, zero HP, falling unconscious in the fountain. Uh, Spigs finished off the, um, the Minotaur mech and then rushed over, slamming a thick needle of adrenaline into Little Moss, bringing him uh, back to what? the realm of life. What's this DM society? You you, you wanted me to tell the story. Like, yeah, no, I, I'm just... I'm just um, <laughs> Tell me I did a shit job? Yeah, you know, you, no, you, did, you did a good job. You, all that you did was focus on uh, your character. I focused uh, on the, the stuff that the people love. <laughs> the, the stuff that matters. No, the I'm stuff kidding. that matters. I told you that, that Little Moss Clearly, got properly stopped. Like, it yeah, was included... Like, that's true. I just wanted to um, yeah, just bring the listeners up to speed, saying that this is why Little Moss is actually still alive. Um, yeah, it's like that, um, like that scene in The Rock where Sean Connery like has to stab that 
that big needle of adrenaline like Trav, this is the third time you use that reference. Yeah. No more. Really? No more, that's it. That's the, <laughs> it's the only yeah, it's the only movie he's watched, <laughs> supposedly. Well yeah. But I, well, I, I don't well, well. I don't remember the last two times, so they don't count. <laughs> it's because it, it's probably because you're tanked every time you say it. <laughs> and then every time you say it you're like, Oh, this is a good reference. <laughs> he's also he's, he's probably tanked and only watching YouTube video like clips and it's only of that scene. So he yeah. thinks the entire movie is that one scene. Well he he just googled um Sean Connery pumping someone. <laughs> <laughs> I and I got two very different kinds of videos, <laughs> and he got that's all he got was the YouTube video of Sean Connery performing <laughs> an adrenaline shot on someone. Oh. Uh, it's still a great reference. <laughs> oh. Now, uh, now it, it is be the last time. <laughs> And this is where we will begin at Ultra Die Incorporated Tower. How do you spell die? Is it like D Y E? No, it is Ultra and Die is D A I. That's all the one word. And then Incorporated. What do they make? What is this corporation? Well, when you um, when you're not in action, you can maybe do some sort of religion check or organization check and you might know it sounds sounds like work yes and okay. we will begin with little moss and spigs spigs you are helping little moss out of the fountain and you have moved and ran into the lobby did we after. did we not try to put little moss in the minotaur suit no he wouldn't fit remember i didn't fit no i don't obviously oh yeah he yeah you 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 couldn't fit because the legs part and little moss was, was, too, was too too large to fit in the cockpit. That's right. Well, because they were like jockey size, I think someone said. Yeah. The, the, the pilots. Anyway, you have you've um you've run on into the lobby of Ultra Die Incorporated, and all of the power is out, and you see Cortain start charging up some stairs that are next to this um this these elevator doors these um what you can see is three elevator doors was i charging up the stairs or was i flying up the column like the the central column um you have just gone through the door basically okay Okay. yep as you two are walking through this lobby you see um like a security guard type of person like wearing a, a armored vest uh black armored vest and a sort of white shirt there's a like a little name badge sort of thing on their chest she pops her head up from behind the the one of these massive desks that stretches out in front across this lobby and she says hey is it safe did you did you did you guys really take out those mechs and she, she calls over to you we sure did i did it basically single-handedly <laughs> who are you now guys civilian. and i definitely did it single-handedly because i only got one arm and this thing hey that's pretty good um <laughs> Who are, oh, I'm Little Moss. What's your name? Me? I'm Sarah. Hey, uh, Sarah, I was wondering if you'd be able to help us as a little thank you for, um, you know, just casually saving your life and whatever. 
somebody else pops their head up from behind the desk and it looks like someone who works in reception and she pushes her like motions her hand down and you hear her say stay down stay down and she goes um yeah well your your buddy the the tank buster guy he was chasing some cyber ninja up here um i've i've called for authority uh and for nepd to to come here um you know what um because obviously you guys aren't attacking the building because you've taken out those mechs. Um, here, take t take this, and she pulls off this badge from the desk, and she and she holds it towards you guys. Yeah, you hold it. You you take the plastic sort of um, card from her, and it has visitor. It has a four-digit code, which is 3839. And the security guard says, Take the pass. Um, if the power comes back on, um, and there should be reserve power in certain areas, it'll allow you to get through. Um, this, this, this building has some pretty intense and advanced security systems. So if you, as long as you've got that card, you should be able to, um, I guess, not be terminated by the security protection yeah we've had some issues with uh, automated security systems so <laughs> this guy here's a bit of a hothead shall we say you know doesn't look after his family very well oh sorry i shouldn't have said that um oh, I think so, about the, the guy who got shredded in the um in the roof at one time when we were missing <laughs> you oh <laughs> he wasn't there to remember that <laughs> That's true. hey um sarah is it yeah, that's right. Um, if the power does come back on, or if the reserve generators kick in, and as you I... say that, bleep, 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 and the power flicks on, it flicks off, and it's just sort of like dull blue emergency yeah, lighting. Yeah, yeah. So, Sarah, are the security cameras patched into the reserve power? Um, let me have a look. Edgy clicks the monitors no it's just uh like just a defense turrets and lasers and elevators all sort of safety emergency exits um and yeah protection systems but looks like uh, most of our cameras are down there are cameras on the exterior that are still working well um you know i mean i I don't really know if you're into me or whatever, but here's my number. And it's not what you think, but, like, maybe later. Um, but anyway, um, I want to, like, <laughs> talk what do to you, you. Do you have, like, like, numbers already written out on, like, bits of scrap paper or something that you're handing to people? Is this what... It's just, it's just on serviettes. Like, that's just what I had <laughs> With a little, on me. Like, a, like a lipstick mark on it? No. <laughs> you pre-kiss them before you go out. Oh, yes. <laughs> that would be so good. But no, okay. not that much forethought. It just got my, like, details so I can patch through to her and she can, like, buzz in to my um, augmented reality. Oh, um, cool. Yep. Should, should, you know, she find anything out about, like, where the bad guys are or whatever. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, great. What, what we can do is I can connect to you with this, um, this, this radio here and... 
works too. Yeah, if, if the cameras come back, come back up, I'll let you know. But at the moment, I'll, I'll evacuate everyone I can. But here's my number, and I slide it across the desk. She grabs it, and she looks at you oddly, and she tucks it in her vest. Yeah, she does. Um, All right. Thank you. Was it Moss? That's uh, uh, Moss. Yeah, cool. Oh, who? What? You, you just call yourself a Moss? Because you don't want them to, to have the words Moss and Little associated. That's it. That's what you're <laughs> wanting to avoid. Oh. Not till later, anyway. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Rude. Oh, the proof of the pudding is in the eating, my friends. <laughs> and we will cut to Cortain. Now, Cortain, you are speeding your way up these stairs. There's not a lot of room for you to rocket. Like, you could probably, like, rocket jump up the... Um, it's landing if you roll good enough not to smash your head into the top. Um... It's pretty difficult because the staircase, or the stairs, I should say, each step of the stairs is designed for, like, a normal humanoid foot, uh, not for this massive suit. So it's a little difficult as you're running up and chasing the Banshee, and she's, like, fucking... She's going up, like, three steps at a time. Uh, could you roll an athletics check for me, please, sir? You know I can. Hells yeah, boy. Shit. <laughs> oh, no. That's a one. Oh. <laughs> All right. So you, um, you're like missing the steps and sort of slipping on them a little bit because the, the, the footprint of your, um, your exoskeleton is a little big. And, you know, you've been fighting in it and you've been wearing it for a couple of hours, but you haven't had to deal with these sort of tight enclosed spaces and um, changing directions and going upstairs like this. So you're like slipping and falling a bit and you decide, fuck it, and you rocket up one of the stair- sets, but you slam into the wall um, and you fall backwards sliding down the stairs until you hit the next landing and she gets a little bit of um, ground. Um, you can still hear the footsteps going up, uh, but she is in the lead um, where you were gaining on her. Um, but you notice as you're laying there sort of rubbing your head from your helmet on top of your helmet there with your night vision on, you see all the lights, these exit signs, emergency LED panels flick around each sort of um, landing of this, this staircase and these little blue lights on the roof flick around um, and you see... Um, yeah, basically it's saying emergency lighting, emergency, please evacuate. Okay. You want to continue chasing her? I guessing? definitely do. All right, you get up and you start to, uh, a little slower than before, um, make your way up these stairs. Yeah. Little Moss and Spigs, as you hear the echoes of um, Cortain's steps, footsteps on the stairs sort of fade out in a way because he's getting higher and higher and higher you hear a ding and the elevator doors open right near the door where you were about to continue up the stairs did you want to go up the stairs or did you want to get in the elevator hey uh chicken legs can you uh can you run upstairs or can i run upstairs can i run upstairs 
That's a good question. Let's use the elevator. Uh, did you like pour yourself a drink? <laughs> Me, I, I was, yeah. <laughs> it's like, can I do that? Like, I just thought you were going to repeat it until you'd finish pouring yourself a drink. <laughs> <It was> real, <laughs> like, like a real power move. He's yeah. just staring at you. And then drink, and then like, <laughs> he's got like a martini shaker there, and like, and he's just like shaking it up, or, like around, and then he pours it and slowly drinks it as he doesn't break eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> he's like stares, you say stares. <laughs> Sips his martini. He's like, "Let's take the elevator." <laughs> uh, it'll be a moot point because the power will go off, and then you can't use the lift anyway because it took so long. Um, look, can you run upstairs or not? Probably not. Let's use the elevator. Fine. You. All right. Let's go. We shouldn't split up because that's how every good horror movie starts. Elevator music. You guys step into the elevator. And the doors... I press all the buttons. All the buttons light up. Yes. Yeah, you're in the you're in the elevator, but no calming, quiet elevator music plays. It's Can just... Can I sing some? Nice. Are you, are you doing the girl from Ebeneva? I don't know. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just playing an elevator music that... Like, it's like a loop that runs in my head perpetually. <laughs> when he's yeah. thinking. Yeah. <laughs> like, as, as you're working, there's just this loop that's on in your head all the time. Yeah. It's, it's like the emergency light and then the music comes. It's like that. So, Luke, you know how yeah. the little boss, like, press all the buttons? Yes. Yeah. Spigs goes and press the little cancel button at the bottom and then yeah. presses the correct floor. What's the correct floor? <laughs> The one that says the correct floor. <laughs> it's like, well, that was convenient. It's like end end of scene. But. Yeah, it's like evacuation level for Banshee is written there. <laughs> so you press the cancel button, and then Little Moss looks at you, and then you look back at the panel, and then you just press all the buttons too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did have a question. So uh, Spigs gets like the Google Maps. Out yeah. that had the, the the keys, the GPS key tracking system, magic uh, that's magic. Right. That's, it's like Google Maps for your goggles. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's called Google Maps. And then um, he checks it and sees it how like how if we can zoom in, how like close he can see, and it's kind of get like a three D map of like the the building and where the keys are located. As you take this, you unfold this paper map and flip it out. There is like some AR. Um, little projections that pop up on the map. Uh, but like um, Lorian said, it's an older map. It's like a lot of the streets and stuff are still the same, but a lot of the buildings now are bigger um, and there are more levels and stuff um, above the older buildings and older parts of the city. But you can't really zoom in on them. You can just sort of look at this slight 3d projection over the top of this map but i will tell you that you um you do have communication with cortain apart from that is in the bottom right of this goggle maps is there a button for subscription upgrade no there is not all right i think we're gonna have to talk to cortain Cortain, as you're running up these stairs, you see a little notification saying that uh, 
Spigs and Little Moss have have um have called you in the comms. Okay. I don't answer immediately because what I would like to do is so there's not enough room for for me and my giant suit to easily maneuver up these stairs and fly around. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. Cool. Is would it be possible for me to throw a grenade up several flights of stairs, like up the middle the middle column of the stairs, and like you know just chuck it kind of in the just directly upwards. Yeah, you can you can um, definitely uh, you can definitely try. Cool. So I am going to throw a flashbang that I have in my inventory. Yeah. I'm going to throw that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to throw that up and try to hit the banshee because you know she's. I assume she's in front of me, but she's only like a few levels. Yeah. Up, so like, there's that be... whole thing in in uh, movies and stuff where you're running up the stairs and then you quickly take a look, and at the exact same time as you take a look up, she takes a look down over that little gap between the stairs, and you both see each other and then continue running. So you can you can sort no, of I... gauge where she is if you roll a perception check for me first. Good. I don't think I'm very precise. Nice. Oh shit. Um. Okay, I'll do a perception check. Why don't you roll the one again? Fuck! Oh! I did. <laughs> Dude, you you know you know exactly which how many floors she's. I up. know. Ex- oh yeah. Okay. I'm gonna throw a flashbang. Yep. And because I'm metering this, I'd already decided that I would roll with advantage. So even though it's a shit, it's a shit. You know, it's it's on shit intel. I'm gonna. I'm going to give this my right. I, I like this. Um, is that athletics? Um, yeah. Yeah, like, it's usually, like, a dexterity check, but I will go with athletics for you just trying to throw it um, as hard as you can up the stair, up the, that little gap. Okay, I will also use my last hero dice. <laughs> right. This isn't just me like trying to lump shit on. Like this was like Cortain. I'm trying. I'm trying to play the fact that Cortain thinks so highly of his own perception that he knows yeah. where she is. So stop giving us an, a, like a way into the mind of the character. Prove it with roleplay. It's called immersion, man. Prove it with roleplay. That was awesome. Okay, so that was that was a lot better. So twenty-five for athletics. Oh whoa. Okay. So, like, I'm not necessarily... Th- I wasn't throwing it at a floor. Like, I wasn't trying to get it to, you know, fall onto a, um, a staircase, but rather just throw it up so it just explodes while it's in the yeah. centre. All right. Okay. You throw it incredibly hard up the centre of this staircase and you continue running up and you hear this... And you see a flash above, but it doesn't affect you because you're not directly looking at it. You hear, mm-hmm. um, you hear some like some screams. There's more than one voice. You continue running up the stairs, um, and you find uh, some people in like sort of uh, business attire, white shirt, sort of navy um, slacks. Um, you see like a, a woman in a like a, a pantsuit, like this sort of purpley pinky colour. Um, and they're well, one of them, the lady is holding her eyes. Uh, the guy has um, is missing his head 
as you see a, 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 a line of blood up the side of the wall. Um, you look up the stairs and you see you see the Banshee. She, as she looks down, she's over the skull mask. She's like rubbing that eye and she continues running up the stairs. Okay. I, as I run up, I resist the urge to say, didn't you see the sign? Didn't you see the warning light saying evacuate now? <laughs> um, as, I, as I run past. But no, I simply just, I don't say anything. I simply just run past because they didn't see who did it. So. No. You, uh, all right. You continue past them. As you're running up these stairs, moments later, you hear, Oh my God, Jared! <laughs> like she's just come out of blindness to see this, her colleague head removed. Um, yeah. You continue up the stairs, uh, and you still see that notification saying that Spigs and, and uh, Little Moss are trying to contact you. I accept it. All right. You hear in your um, in your helmet. You hear the humming of Little Moss as he's singing a little elevator tune. Oh. you there. Yes. As I'm like, <laughs> yes, upstairs. What? What level do we need to get to? The roof? Can I easily see what level I'm at? Yeah. Like, is it? It's just marked on every, like, at every flight of stairs. Yeah, you have, um, like, you've passed level 175 just now. Whoa. How many? Do, do I don't? I have no idea how many levels are. No, but level. the staircase looks like it's just going up and up, like it's an infinite case of stairs. And if only, if okay. only we had a techno hacker in our party. Yeah, I know. Um, I tell, I tell them, I say. I tell them, I say. Um, I'm at level 175. You should you should try to cut her off from above. All right, we'll go to the roof. Whatever. And I, I Oh, man, I hope it's like one of those Charlie the Chocolate Factory elevators where like it starts going like so fast that it like bursts through the roof. <laughs> and you all die? No, and then we float magically last... down and have access to a lifetime of chocolate. And yes, you, die. And, and see your uh, grandparents before they die. Um, yeah, you sleep in the same bed as them. Cortain, you you continue charging up the stairs. You close off the communication, uh, and uh, just once again, can you make a perception check for me again? Oh shit! I'm so bad at rolling today. That's uh, four. <laughs> All right. You continue past these stairs. What's your passive perception? Nine. Okay. In this little, <laughs> in this little glass window, as this as you run past, you see a figure running down the hallway. Do you go through that door instead, or do you continue up? Oh shit! I, I do. I I go running down that hallway. All right. I would like to give you uh, inspiration from earlier for um, not breaking meta with what you were going to do, even though you rolled really low on your perception check. As you you burst through the door, you see, um, you see the Banshee and all of these sort of glass laboratories on the door that you burst through as you just see it as you enter. There's not so much a, uh, a level, but you see a sign painted on the door or printed on the door. You're not quite sure. It says research department C019. 
I quickly relay that to the party. Boys, you get a message um, from Cortain. He opens up and says, Research Department C019. And he closes off the communication again. And, and, and the level. Like, oh, thank goodness. I'm about to say. Like, I'll tell him what level it's on. There is no level on the door. We will cut to Little Moss and Spigs, and you are in this... Um... But wouldn't I have known what level it was given the 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 stair the staircase like given the where I got off the stairs you rolled pretty low on your perception that is quite true look I'll, I'll so give you, that. you yeah. weren't quite paying attention to what level you were just trying to get to the banshee um, yeah you guys little moss and spigs you were in the elevator still after Cortain has told you research department C019 and as you uh, you see a little button on the this big touch display screen it says rdc019 in this small font um speaks you press the little button and a voice plays out inside of this this uh elevator and it says emergency employees of ultra die incorporated Stay within your workspaces so you are safe from the intruders. If you are currently an employee and not in a workspace, gain access to one and lock the door. If you are currently an intruder, please wait for the announcement to follow. Um, you guys, as you press that button, that that uh, that voice plays over the speakers. And a, a little image of the tower, like this 3D rendered... Uh, sort of schematic type building appears on the screen and you see this little green elevator moving up towards um, like you know the top of this not the very top but you know maybe three quarters of the way up this building and then a red line appears across uh, and it says floor 288 department C019 and then once again you guys hear a voice and it displays on the screen as well saying alert intruders in department C019 tactical response on route security pass press here for more details and you see on the screen this uh, little green outline of the same shape as the pass that you were given shows up in the center of the screen and arrows pointing to it says press here Spigs applies the visitor pass. There are currently two intruders in Department C-019. Possible mercenaries. Their intrusion into an UltraDai Incorporated building gives UltraDai the right to manage their well-being and take any measure necessary to protect their employees, clients, visitors and property. Swipe here and enter the four-digit code on your pass to nominate the members of your visitor group. 3839. 3839, oh please. And these four little uh, spaces and a little number pad appears underneath the um, the pass. The voice Thanks. continues. Each nominee must make their way to one of the many user interface screens within this building and wait to receive a temporary visitor's pass. And now we will cut back to Cortain. And you're, you're um, chasing down the hallway. You see... The Banshee moving between these glass laboratories. And you see scientists and researchers inside. They're sort of hiding behind desks as they notice you all come in and the lights are all very low and these blue flashing lights are, uh, are um, 
shedding the small pathways and um, hallways between these separate research um, laboratories in this sort of dull blue light and you continue to chase her and she's like dodging down hallways really quickly um, and you and you've kind of just got her on the edge of your vision because she ducks between another lab and she gets hidden behind equipment or she she ditches down this hallway that's got opaque white um, sort of glass between two labs and you hear an announcement over the PA attention intruders in department C019 please lay down your weapons Disable your combat augments, place your hands behind your head, and lower yourself to your knees. An Ultradye Incorporated Tactical Response Team will be with you soon. Due to your violation into Research Division C019, the level of lethality that will be used against you is classified. As you are running down these hallways, you see these beams of light shoot out between these like black panels uh, in the hallways. Some of them are blue, some of them are white, and it's sort of starting from where the Banshee is. Like maybe this security system is picking up on you two running through this area, and they're trying to close off access to block her in. Um, and you notice behind you, in your um, in your peripherals, you see the reef like in the in the um, reflection of the glass that you're running past past these laboratories you see blue lights and white lights sort of shooting behind you like uh sort of like episode one the phantom menace those things like that but they're blue and white and you see one coming down uh vertically like one from the ground one from the roof closing over and the banshee dives through the air oh it's cutting off you see her leg her like ankle sort of shin area, shin to the ankle, all the way through to her foot. It touches and passes through this field just before it closes and she screams in pain, hitting the ground, holding her leg and um, she's like shaking on the ground a bit and she sits up holding her foot. But this blue and white beam, one, two, three, close just before you. Did you stop or do you continue and run through them? So I run through the the, the beams. The yeah, these these sort of energy fields that are closing down in front of you. I don't. I will stop and I will with my shield, I will slowly see if my shield will pass through. Alright. As you are pushing your shield, there is... Like, I'm holding the edge of the shield, so I'm, I'm not, like, pushing oh, directly yeah. forward against it. I'm, like, reaching out like it was it was my hand. You're just testing the edge of it, yep. Yeah, exactly. Cool. You feel some resistance against it, um, and you see some black singeing on the edges of your shield where it's passing through. Black singeing, you say? Yeah, like, it's, um... Yeah, like, the, it's like... There's not like smoke or anything coming off of it. It's like burning away the um, like the protective coating on the shield. You see the banshee stand to her feet, and she hovers over, or not hovers, but like limps slowly over towards um, this panel, and she's pressing the buttons on it, and it, you see it like flicking up red, saying invalid or something like that. 
Um, uh, yep. I will try to... I will, with my, my left... Oh, yeah, with, with my... No, with my right arm, because my left hand is a robot hand. Um, I will quickly smash my hand through and pull it back, because my armor is fire resist. So I'm hoping that... Like, I don't think it's going to protect me indefinitely, but I'm hoping that the natural fire-resisted augmentations of my armor will mean that I will, if I move quickly, make it through without dying. So you're going to push your arm through and back? Yes. Uh, that's 13 thunder damage as you pass oh your hand gosh. through this. The blue field crackles around your arm um, and you see, like, all of this, like, the coating on your gauntlet just, like, it's almost like ripple and burn away and you see the metal starting to like crack as you as you pass your hand through it okay but the shield as i was pushing it through yep it was crackling okay you, you're still getting the similar effect of like this strange black um like it must have been whatever coating they put on the metal of your shield like um because your shield is is metal right yeah yep yeah um yeah, it, it's like, you know, burning whatever coating's there. And she's... Okay. The Banshee is, like, looking at you trying to get through, and she places two of her fingers on, like, her temples, and she pulls away the skull mask, and she, um, she presses a button, and a whole bunch of the helmet that she's wearing, like, moves back, and she shakes her hair out, and her sort of... Um, her long blonde hair sort of flicks out, and she fixes it, uh, she then knocks on this uh, on this window of the of like the the room she was trying to get into or whatever. Well, she's can I do anything while she's doing this? Or yeah, is this, uh, yeah, yeah. You can. I would like while she's doing this because I don't want to just get distracted by uh, what I assume is a pretty face. I will use my sword and attack the ground. Just. Uh, like uh, the ground around where this beam is coming out of to see if I can like knock out the electronics yep. and if that fails then I want to throw a grenade alright um yeah I'll roll roll an attack on the ground uh 20 to hit 20 to hit alright that hits That is 15 damage in total, so 8 physical and... or oh, 8 slashing and 7 fire. Alright, you stab your sword into the ground. Right near the electronics of this of this um, this device. And I will uh, roll to see if something happens. Give me one second. You see it flicker for just that, like, half of a millisecond. And then it, it goes back up, but... Um, yeah, you can keep trying or you can try something else, but yeah, you see it flicker and then comes back on. Did I, uh, cut any depth into the ground? Yeah, you probably went like a, maybe like two to three inches into the ground. I will try once more. All right. So you, I'll, um, I'll say like, because it's so dense, like there's this, coating like this this plastic coating over the floor but there must be something else 
underneath like you know metal structure or whatever and you keep like stabbing into the ground to try it i'll get you to roll for that in a second the banshee is sees you like you know stabbing into the ground right near this uh, energy field and she is knocking on the glass and you hear her go help me and her voice is not modulated like it usually is when she's got the helmet on and she's like help me help me he's trying to kill me please help me and she's knocking on there and you see um this this uh half elf uh, gentleman come to the glass window and he looks at you and he sees you slamming your, your sword into the ground over and over again and she's just like hiding behind the door a bit and she's poking her head around and she's knocking on there um, on the glass and she's like help me help me oh damn that damn he, that guy he's, penis. he's like no 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 Ooh. sorry no Ooh. and she um She's going to make a persuasion check, saying, Please, if he catches me, he's going to kill me. The door door opens. Okay. She um, immediately stabs him with her katana. Yeah. And she rips something off of him, goes to the panel, and she places uh, a pass, sort of plastic card thing against it. Uh, and you see the shield that's in front of her go down. She moves to the next one, and she slams it against the next shield, and then that goes down uh, against the next panel. Just as um, you are slashing through the ground, can you make another attack for me? 24 verse AC. That is a hit. 16 slashing and 5 fire. All right. The, shield, the field goes down. Can you make a dex check for me? To quickly charge through. Five. As you go through, your foot on the other on the way through gets caught in the field, just like hers did, and you feel <laughs> um, this damage. It's not as bad because it was just like the heel of your foot. Mm-hmm. Um, lucky five thunder damage. And um, your your foot feels really numb. She's limping and she's pressing her ha- her her hand in this card to each little panel um, next to where this field is. Yeah, so you, you see the small display screen pop up um, or turn on, I should say, and uh, it says, "Please stand in front of screen to receive temporary visitor pass." Oh, stand in front of the screen, and it says. Visitor pass from 3839. Invalid. Please remove helmet. I... Oh. How... It's a trap. How smart am I? Not very. We've ascertained that. Yeah, I will... <laughs> I will take my helmet off. You press the little button, or you use your AR to flick off the, the helmet. It moves back into your armor, and... Can you roll a charisma check quickly for me? Is there a way for me not to remove it fully, but to just, like, take the visor off? Um, I would say that it, it, it the whole thing moves down. It might be something that you'll have to get Spigs to alter in the future. Yeah. Make a, make a charisma, just a charisma check, not a saving throw. Okay. 15. As you look towards the camera, you've got, like, this angry scowl and you see your face and you sort of like 
you stare into into the screen and the and and the anger and you're just caught in this moment as this little flash and then that picture appears on the screen and you hear a little and out of this slot underneath the screen this little white card pops out and it's got a picture of you on it uh, and it says visitor pass one awesome I seeing what she did I will press my visitor pass up against the, the wall in that little slot and then I'm hoping that it will attract the, uh, the beams security system is deeply flawed all right. So where we were was Cortain slamming his pass against the um, like the wall, this little panel next to each of these sort of laser grids, and the laser comes down. And we will cut to Little Moss and Spigs. You're both in the elevator, and um, it is asking if like the computer screen is saying. It is detected two people in the lift. One is the card holder. The other one um, is not. Would you like to nominate for this person? You're both standing in front of the screen. Um, can I get you both to make charisma checks? Alrighty. Spigs is so good with charisma. Like, he's like crazy good. So, that is... Uh, so, is it it's charisma ability mod, correct? Yep. So when it says negative one... Yeah. It means it's an eight. Alright. You're looking at the camera and... You're really confused about what's going on. Like, it's asking you if you would like to nominate yourself. And so you press yes. And it takes a picture. And it this little card projects out of beneath this screen from this little slot and it's a picture of you looking up at this screen with this really sort of bedazzled look on your face and it um it says 3839 registered temporary visitor pass two and little moss can you make yours make what a charisma check oh gosh this is not gonna end well all right uh, minus three really yeah Hey, that uncharismatic. What did you roll? Oh, uh, it's my um, it's my major um, flaw. Oh shit! I speak before I think, so I have minus four charisma, and I rolled a one. <laughs> Is that minus four to the rolls or for to the overall stat? Uh, to the, I think to rolls. Charisma rolls. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, minus three. You are looking at this um, this screen when it's asking you if you want to make a pass and you press yes. Can you make a constitution saving throw for me real quick? <laughs> I have one HP. I don't think it's going to matter. Um, constitution? Yeah. 23. All right. You... You're feeling a bit nauseous because you've just passed out. You've been working up with this adrenaline and you're... you're your, your body is just like on edge and you feel this rumble in your stomach. It ripples up to your throat and you make this face like you're about to vomit, like your your cheeks are all puffed out, like you caught the vomit in your mouth. Um, you don't spit it out everywhere, but the picture takes it and you look like you're about to throw up and then you swallow it back down. Uh-huh. And um, we will cut to a scene where the banshee makes it to this elevator. She's limping 
Cortain, you're slightly limping. You're getting the feeling back in your foot and you are probably like you're two things away from her. Um, one thing, like one, one laser grid away from her and she's pressing the button quickly and the lift door opens. She steps in. She puts the skull mask back on her face and as she uh, as the doors are closing she she gives you the finger and um, she <clears throat> places her katana in the holder on her back the doors close just as oh. they just as they close the door to the right an elevator to the right opens and little moss and spigs are standing in there I yell to them she's going up follow her and then I let the doors close like when they go up I will instead open up the door of the elevator that she she went in yep and I will rocket time alright rocket time um, Where'd you get a rocket from? I bought it with my armor. It's like it's like attached. I got rocket boot. Cool. So, it's like half of my gimmick now. Can you make a strength check for me to see how if you can pry open these doors? Oh, can I? Hell yeah, you can I? That is a twenty. You with ease just rip these doors open completely, and you hear like emergency doors. Doors, br- 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 doors, doors, collision, doors, and it's just like this voice is breaking as you rip the as you push them open. You see the elevator shooting up at a pretty high speed, Damn, and you jump out. You ignite your rocket boots. Now, boys, you two are in the elevator. Cortain yells to you. She's going up. What do you do? Are we? We're not in the. We're in the elevator going up. Aren't Where we? are you going up to? I don't know. We're like. I want to press the top floor. Press the up button. All right, man, you're just inventing buttons on this panel. Yeah, there is there is speed. He's got his little toolkit out, and he's like putting new buttons onto the side of the elevator. That is great, a bull plop. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what what are you doing? What what level are you going to? Well, he just said follow. Like I don't know. Can I speak to him over comms? Can I speak to Sarah? Can I patch through to Sarah and ask her? Yeah, like, you can, hey, can you, you can do that? Can you let me know whether? Alright, radio through. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah, are you there? Um, must, yeah, I'm here. I'm just getting everyone out of the building. The um, security teams, the NEPD, the enforcers, they're all here. They're um, they're making their okay, way Okay, I didn't up. ask for your life story. Um, can you tell me where the Banshee is? Like, she's the bad girl. We're trying to find her. I need your help, please. Um, uh, no. I don't... How, how am I supposed to identify who she is? Well... Can't, can't you can't you check the elevators that are moving? Oh yeah, yeah I, I can do that. Um, hold on. You hear uh, some some typing, some pressing some buttons, real hacker stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working in. No, she just yeah. Here's some typing, some button pressing. Um, it seems that there is. Well, would it be the elevator where there says there is damage to the doors? On Department no C019. That's all. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, it looks like she has pressed. Oh. No. Dun, dun, dun. 
There's no oh no button. <laughs> yes, there is, because you just fucking. Get it. <laughs> you could just say, oh look, there's the oh no button. Floor three oh one. That's highly restricted. Give us access. Well, do it now. Okay, hold on. Uh, card three eight three nine. Here, typing away. Um, and she, you guys see security clearance level seven appear on the screen Ooh, next to oh. your card number. Um, just be be careful. I I don't know what's up there and what sort of security they have in place. Um, I'll tell you all about it on the next. I've day. I've let I've let all the security teams and the enforcers and NPD know that um that we've got some mercenaries in the building that are um oh I just said that. We have hired you to to stop what's happening, so um, you shouldn't you shouldn't be in too much trouble unless you break something, I guess. Like elevator doors, <laughs> or, or Jared's head. <laughs> All right, you Cortain are flying up the elevator. Uh, how how far can you you how how I mean, how often can you use it, and how far do you fly? It lasts for ages. It's it's ridiculous. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> Like, it's like home, four hours. Oh, um, so you're basically think... fucking Iron Man. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but cooler, because you have a sword. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm basically, I guess, Space Marine. That's basically what I am. <laughs> um, you have flying speed equal to my walking speed. You can use these boots to fly up for up to four hours. All at once or in several shorter flights. All right. Um, so while I'm flying, and so that's my walking speed, so I'm going to be like... Uh, does that mean that I could I can dash, like I can double move? I assume I, sh I assume that's what it means. Yeah, because uh, because well, you're flying well, although, speed. Is although dash is not walking speed, that's basically running as fast as you can. Yes, but that just means that you double. Like when you dash, can you do you increase your flying speed if that's how you train? That's how you travel. That's a good, that's a good question because in combat you'll move, just say, sixty feet, right? Yeah. And if you're actually dashing, it's because you are moving as fast as you can in that direction. Um, well, it's it's because you're not trying to move at a speed at which you'll be able to fire a weapon or attack like that. Yes. Yeah. It's it's your it's your combat speed essentially. So it's not your maximum speed. So would that be the same for flying? Like if I choose not to attack, I would move twice as fast. Yep, but I will say that you like that means like you won't with moving that quick, you won't have a lot of reaction time. For yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah? fine. So if I just go normal speed, so say thirty feet, is that fast enough? for me to keep up with it or I need to dash in order to keep up with this thing you will probably need to dash okay I will I will dash while I'm dashing no okay I can't use my extra action because I haven't had a I haven't had a standard rest okay cool that's it so my turn I dash alright you move at an incredible speed towards this elevator and then you notice like it's starting to slow a bit it sort of can't, it slows to a stop and I, you know what you'll because you weren't like it's not like it stopped immediately like you're not just going to crash into it i'll say you're able to like blast into the into the top of it until you find a hold on the elevator as it as it comes to a stop and 
you hear the doors open. What do you want to do? I want to use my sword to cut to cut a hole into it. Alright, just um, know that with most elevators there is a hole in the roof for emergency exits. Well, no, what about... Can I fly around it? Or is yeah. this a single... Oh, okay, yeah. Now, you know, you know, like, elevators will be, like, this big open area with all the elevators in there. Okay, yeah, it's yep. one of those. Cool. Yeah, then I will fly around to the hole in the roof. Alright, and you slide open that panel. You're gonna have to basically break the roof because you won't fit in that hole. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, look, I've got no issue. Strength check or attack, whichever way you want to I'll do. attack that. Uh, that is a 26. 26. 26. And that is 13 slashing and 4 fire. You cut a big X in the top of this uh, elevator like where this where the hole is basically where the emergency exit is and mm-hmm. you just drop through the hole and bends that metal down some sparks and stuff fly out of it and the elevator shakes a little bit but the doors are slowly about or they're, they're, they're about to close and you pu- you push your sword to hold them back now boys in the elevator you guys come up to level 302 it stops and the doors slide open you step out and you look to your left as you see Cortain climb out of this elevator with his sword pointing in the direction of the center of this room. And now you guys look down from this, basically this large balcony where these elevators are into a huge room. And the bulkheads on the walls of this room, they look reinforced, they look incredibly strong. Massive metallic struts bracing the roof and they're all covered in cables and tubes running down from these five labs. They're all glass-walled labs. Four sort of in each corner and a smaller one in the middle. Now, the one in the middle, I should not say smaller, the the glass area of this lab in the middle, it's right next to this big sort of machine um, and it's smaller than the other labs, but where this machine is in the center of this room in that smaller lab you see this huge cylindrical tank and it's filled with the green fluid and floating inside the tank hooked up to tubes and cables is this huge creature it's humanoid its skin is like this sickly purple swollen color covered in bumps and growths and its whole body looks bruised. Its um, its body is sort of muscular, but its arms are abnormally long, and its neck and shoulders are misshapen. They're bulging and throbbing, and the head looks swollen on one side, and it's connected to the left shoulder with ligament-like strands. This creature looks to be probably 35 to 40 foot tall. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like Mecha Bugbear. Mecha Bugbear was not that big. Wickerbug Bear was maybe maybe like like three meters tall. Yeah, like seven foot, maybe about that. Maybe maybe eight foot. Um, but you guys hear this like thumbing sound, like thrum, 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 and you see all these cables, and it's like this this distraction because you have never seen anything like this. You see like this light running down from the top of this cylindrical tank and all these big cables and all this light is running across the roof 
through these weird channel things into this machine and down the pipes and tubes into this creature. Its hands are just floating in there and you guys see the Banshee gunning it down these stairs that lead from the balcony that you were on. If your, your attention is finally drawn back to her. She runs to this um, uh, outer balcony that sort of rims this room and she looks up at you guys. She pulls out her bow and she points it at the top of this massive cylindrical tank and looses an arrow. It flies up towards the roof, crashing into the machine, sending explosion and cables flicking out all of this liquid and this um, this energy like sort of fizzles out of some of those tubes and you guys see cracking these white lines ripping down the sides of this glass tank and debris from the top of this explosion that happens the machine on the roof all these bits of machinery and cables and uh, chunks of steel fall down crashing to the lab and you see some scientists like some dodge out of the way some fall over some are crushed and you see this creature its eyes open one is proportional to its head but the other eye is bulging and half closed and it's many times bigger than the first eye and it looks down with its sickly yellow eyes and its rotten overcooked yolk colored pupil and you see this glowing in its eye and some of the scientists down the bottom begin to scream and wail and as you're seeing all this going on the banshee is running around the side of this room the scientists you see some of their arms like heave and grow and meld and other parts of their body sort of bulge and explode and pus flies out of it and the creature starts to slam its fist into the glass and you see more of those lines, these breaks in the glass, shatter down the length of this tank. And you're all slowly sort of making your way down these stairs in awe as liquid starts to break out of these small fractures in the glass. And you hear a voice over the announcement and it's a woman. She says, what are you doing? And that's where we'll leave this episode. Oh, damn. Gonna unleash the Kraken. What the hell is that? Well, I know what it is, and you might find out next time. I'm Crux, the interdimensional demon bard. Thanks for listening. Thanks for thanking me. Thank you, my fun boys. Thanks for downloading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a bunch of fun people and listening to us silly fun boys. <laughs> Thank you for um, painting a mural of a bunch of dogs with muscly men bodies. That was really cool. Um, and now... So, check out our website at www.beyondthedice.com. Go there and check it out. At Beyond the Dice is our Instagram, where we take all the pics. D&D, RPG, nerdy, board game, 
other things. Go there. Trav, we have a Facebook page. You can get any news there at facebook.com forward slash btdpod. You tell yourself not, not that. Not that fake news. Yeah, no fake news only there. That, only that real news. Yeah, none of that clickbait shit on our Facebook. No. But if you have the time, please make your way over to whatever podcast app or program you use to listen to our show and give us a review. Because that would yeah, that'd be really, really super helpful if you give us um, a review. That way other people will see said review and be like, oh, this is good or bad. Or most likely be like, this is awesome. I'm going to give it a listen. Anyway... Thank you so much for taking the time to do that, guys. And we shall say good day, good night. Good day, good day friends. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Dun 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 Alright, sounds like a good chance for a beer break. Be right back. Oh ice cream. Beer right back. Beer right back. Good. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh Luke leaves and now you become an invalid. Hey Ben, who's the actor that plays um guy in Harry Potter? Uh, the caretaker? Um, what, Hagrid? No, no, um, the guy who... No, um, is it Felch? Felch. I don't know the actor's name. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Oh, good. So, felching is... Isn't that where you, like, suck <laughs> out of a... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You need a... You need a drink more or stop drinking. I don't know which. Yeah. Uh, no, that's true. <laughs> I'm not even making that why up. Why are you saying that? Yeah, why are you bringing it up? That's, 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 that, we're not, we're not, the issue is not that we're, we're like, we don't <laughs> you think you're right true. Wrong. Yeah, what we're concerned about is the fact that you brought it up. Well, because you said felching. I said felch because it's the character from Harry Potter. Oh, that's... Isn't it Finch? I, I don't know. There is definitely no character called Felch because I would have I would have made that association. Look, it might be Finch. Be right. I don't know. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter, like, aficionado. And neither am I aficionado. Please don't say Felch. Travis. Travis. What? I just Googled it. Um, you're right. And... Oh. Why do you know that? <laughs> Why the fuck do you know that, man? Ah, uh, Andy, that's why. No, uh, don't blame this on Andy, man. Don't be like, he's not here to defend himself. You're, you're the creep. <coughs> well, I don't know. Gee, when are we going to see Andy next? I don't know, tomorrow. Right, so you're going to ask him. You're going to be like, D- tell Andy, tell everyone that you're the one who learned what Felch was first. When I say Andy, I'm going to be like, hey, Felchinator. <laughs> the Felchinator. <laughs> He'll know, too. Like, he- <laughs> yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> so much blooper. The Felchinator 2 judgment butt. Is that um, why you guys always sleep in the same room at the weekends away? Yeah. Yep. Uh, He's neither going to deny it. Pre-pooped. Or, so you haven't heard him deny it yet, which is as good as a confession. Yeah. Can this go in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go in there. I'll cut it out so that people don't know your dirty secret until they uh, get to the very end.